Hey everybody, this is Russell Brunson, and welcome to Marketing Your Car. Welcome to the Marketing in Your Car podcast, where you can increase your traffic, conversions, and sales in just 10 minutes a day. And now, here's your host, Russell Brunson. Hey everyone, it's been a little while. I've been out traveling the world, gallivanting. I don't know if that's really even the right way to use that word, but it sounded cool today. So uh, I was in New York all last week for the NCAA wrestling tournament with my dad, which if you guys listen, you probably knew that already. Um, And it was great. I was planning on doing a bunch of podcasts from there. actually uh, saw one of my uh, favorite marketing people in the world, Dagan Smith, was there. We sat by each other for most of the tournament, and uh, I was going to share some podcasts with you guys and him, but just never, never happened. It was too crazy of a weekend, too much wrestling, too much New Yorking, too much good stuff happening. So, uh, anyway, I'm back now to report and share with you guys some cool stuff. So, um, yeah, I hope that I hope that things are going well. Uh, we are a little over a week away from Funnel Hacking Live. We're completely sold out, which is a nice feeling to have. And so this week, I got to go and just work on my presentations. I got some cool stuff I'm going to be sharing with um, with you guys and with our community. And I just want to make sure that it's amazing. So we were going to launch Funnel University last week, and then this week, and then um, decided just to kind of put it on hold till after the event. That way, we can just focus on making the event flawless, and then um, we will have university when we get back um so it's all done and ready it looks amazing our survey software is awesome like just lots of good things so <clears throat> that is kind of the game plan from here so um so i want to share with you guys um probably what i think is the most important lesson i learned from the wrestling term this weekend which will relate to you guys even if you're not wrestling people okay <clears throat> which you all should be um, but you know, that's, that's an argument and a sales pitch for another day. <laughs> um, so NSA wrestling tournament is amazing. It's, um, it's more like the world championships that coach Schultz, if you guys have seen Fox catcher, uh, Mark Schultz, who is the main character in that movie was my wrestling coach at BYU. And, uh, I actually saw him this weekend, which was really fun. Um, but one thing that he, he said is that the NCAA wrestling tournament, it, because uh, this style of wrestling is only done in America. He says pretty much like the Olympics, the World Championships, which it is. So <clears throat> it's it's kind of a big deal. It's it's like the Super Bowl for our style of wrestling, which is which is cool. And so um, uh, the best athletes from all the all the conferences around the country all come to this tournament, and uh, and it's a big deal. And it's really big for wrestling. It's on TV, which is like the only thing we get on TV ever. Um, so that's pretty cool, but uh, uh, it was just—it's just awesome. So like we're in the state, we're in, it was in Madison Square Garden, and the entire stadium is just filled with wrestling fans, which is cool. And then we had tickets we bought that were on the twelfth row, and, and it was right in the middle of the Iowa Hawkeye fans. Which if you know anything about wrestling, um, you know the Iowa Hawkeyes have had a dynasty for the last you know two two decades, three decades or so. Uh, Dan Gable uh, was their coach and uh, built this huge thing, and. And so their fans are kind of insane. So we were stuck right in the middle of all these Hawkeye fans who were just going nuts the whole time, which made it really fun too. But um, what I want to share with you guys is just at the NCAA wrestling tournament, for whatever reason, is like there are tons and tons of upsets, which are the fun ones, right? You see on the big monitor up top, like, hey, the number 14th seed's wrestling number one seed, and somehow this dude wins, right? Like, how how does the 14th seed, who's got like a, you know, a whatever 20 and 10 record come in against an undefeated guy and beat him right how do these these things happen and uh and i was thinking about that and i was talking to dagan a lot about it 
And, you know, one part of it is interesting is belief. Um, It's it's just weird. Uh, If you believe you can win, you can win. But it's just, it's it's all mental. It's all this belief. Like, do you believe you can actually do it? Right? Um, We watched this one guy. uh, He was undefeated, hadn't lost the entire season. um, Or, excuse me, he only lost once the entire season. He lost this guy who wasn't that good, wasn't ranked that high. And they met in the semifinals. And... And I was watching that, and I was like, I think this guy has got a shot at winning. The guy, the underdog, the only reason why is, is like, on paper, this guy should not even be close to the number one seed, right? Like, it's, it's, not even, it's not even close. But because he had beat him earlier in the year, which was kind of a fluke, he had this belief that, wow, I could beat him. And because he had a belief he could do it, he went out there, and sure enough, he almost beat He He lost, but it was, like, crazy close. Um, I have had matches in my career where... I, on paper, should have lost to people, but because I thought I could win, I had this belief, like, for whatever reason, like, that guy looks weird, he's, whatever, I had this belief, I just knew I could win, I was able to win, it, it was just, it was weird, um, I remember this one time I was wrestling, <laughs> there's this guy in my, in my freestyle Greco club who I beat all the time, and, uh, didn't have much respect for him as a wrestler, <laughs> just, he wasn't that good, right, and one day I'm at this tournament, and I'm wrestling this, this other kid, um, from some other state, and the kid was good, like, we're having a close match, and I was actually losing going into the third period, and, um, my, uh, my, co- my freestyle Greco coach, I guess it's not periods in there, in freestyle Greco, sorry, it's been a while, but, um, during one of the injury breaks, or injury time, or something, my coach came out, and kind of tell me some stuff, he's like, hey, you're, you need to work on your level change, or whatever, and then he's like, by the way, he's like, he's like, Matt beat this kid by eight last match, and instantly, someone's like, Matt beat him? by eight like in my head all of a sudden this kid in my head was no good and I had perfect belief that I could beat him in the last minute and a half whatever it was I came out there and I, and I tech followed him because all of a sudden it went from, and it was the same match I was struggling this whole match and suddenly my belief switch in my head changed to this kid should be really easy for me and then he was like there's this weird thing about belief like it just it, it beats all odds like if you believe you can win you can win I remember uh, last year in state tournaments, there was a kid, he was number 14th seed, and he became a national champ, and I posted on my Facebook wall, and I forgot about it till yesterday, because yesterday popped up saying, last year, here's a memory that you posted, and, uh, and, and the thing, I posted a picture of the kid, and then, uh, and they're interviewing him at the end, and they said, you were the 14th seed, how in the world did you come here and win, win this? And he said, when I got here, I looked at the brackets, and I looked at all those people, and I said, this is who I have to beat to be a national champ, and so I came and beat him, and it was just like, just pure belief. Anyway, so I thought that was, I thought that was uh, important for all of you guys because it, it, it's not skill, it's not talent, it's not records, it's not anything. It's belief, and that same thing is true in your business. Like I, I think the reason why I win a lot of times is I just have such belief that what we're doing is going to change the world that it just does, right? And so my question, first question for you is like, how much belief do you have? Do you have enough belief that you can win, right? So that's question number one. The second thing I want to bring up, and this is the second half of the equation, is um, is being able to look at a loss and not looking at like this devastating thing, but looking at it and trying to figure out what you need to change to win. Okay, a good example in the 175, 174 pound finals, uh, which you guys should go Google this match. It was amazing. Bo Nichols from Penn State, um, undefeated the whole year, was supposed to win the tournament. Um, against this other kid who's a true freshman from uh, Oklahoma. And uh, this true freshman had lost to Bo Nichols three times during the year. In fact, in the Big Tens, uh, he got pinned by him. And so he had no shot at winning, no way he was going to win. He comes into this finals match, 
and um, and him and Bo Nickel lock up. He launches him, throws him to his back, almost pins him, gets a bunch of near fall points, um, and then Bo ends up trying to play catch up the entire rest of the match and ends up losing. It was just huge upset. True freshman wins this thing. Everyone's going nuts, and um, it was amazing. Like one of those matches where, you, like, I stood up and I I stood amongst all these Iowa guys who were not standing, and I gave him a round of applause. I was just like, he, I mean, to come back to lose to this kid, the best kid arguably in the world right now, and have to lose him three times this season to come back and win, like, that's huge. And what is, like, what causes that, right? Um, I remember uh, my junior year in high school, um, I had worked hard all all uh, my sophomore, that summer long, I'd done freestyle and Greco, and we worked all day long, and I just knew my senior year I was going to be state champ. Go out there first match against a kid who had taken second the year before, and we go out there to wrestle, and I had belief that I could win, but this kid was better than me, and he beat me. And uh, it was devastating for me. <laughs> like, I was on there for me to be national, or state champ that year, and I and I lost my very first match, right? And uh, my dad had recorded the match, and then uh, after the match, my dad rewinded, was watching it, rewinding, watching it, and then... Um, my next match happened, and he started recording. And he actually recorded over the first match, except for about 13 seconds. <laughs> so we had 13 seconds of footage from this match against this guy named uh, Nick Fresquez. <clears throat> and, uh, and so my dad, every day for the next four months, watched that 13 seconds of film to see what he was doing and how it was working. And he would do these little funky moves on me. And so we would go, and my dad would watch this match all weekend long. We'd go to practice next week, and we'd drill it, drill it, drill it, drill it, drill it. And then we'd come back, and he just kept, I remember my dad watching this little, like, this little clip over and over and over again, because it's all we had. It's all we had to pick apart what he had done to beat me. And we focused on it all season long, and I actually wrestled this kid in the state finals. And in the state finals, um, not only did he, he was he not able to do that move on me, but um, that's actually the move I used against him to win the state championship, which was kind of a cool turn of events. But what it was all about is I lost. After I lost, I looked at why I lost, and we made adjustments. Okay, and this is the key. This is why wrestling was such uh, such a big important thing for me. There's some people that are just amazing wrestlers, right? They come in and they just they just win all the time, right? I was never that guy. So I would usually go into a tournament or I'd go into a season or whatever. I'd wrestle somebody and I could beat most people, but against the best people, I would lose. So I would lose and I was like, wow, why did I lose? Well, I lost because my elbows were out. I lost because I was overextended. I lost because I took a bad shot. I lost because of this. And we looked at what the reasons why we lost and then we went back to the room and we practiced and we practiced and we made adjustments and we took away those things that, that they had the last time to beat me and they came back and I wrestled again. Sometimes I lose, lose them a second time, it would be closer and I look at, okay, why did I lose this time we make those adjustments make those tweaks make those changes and come back and eventually we would win okay um that's the kind of wrestler i was was not again an amazing athlete but i was amazing at looking at why i lost making adjustments to come back the second time stronger and harder and it's what happened in this finals match and this guy had beaten him three times during the year in fact he'd pinned him two weeks earlier and he looked at that what did i what mistakes did i make what adjustments did i need to make and he came back and was able to beat him in the national finals okay and so this is the second lesson. I see this all the time in our business. In fact, I would say with our with our inner circle members, this is where I spend the majority of my time, is they go and they create a sales funnel, they create a sales letter, they create all these things, and they go out there and they launch it, and it doesn't work. And then they're devastated, like emotionally, like I, I can't even handle this. I lost, you know, like this thing I spent all this time and effort on didn't, didn't work. And they're shattered. And I get it, but because they haven't had, I mean, most people don't have a chance to go through wrestling or, or sports like that where, where you get beat on, 
and you don't have an opportunity to go and just quit, right? You get beat on and you have to go look at the film and figure out why did you get beat on and then you make the tweaks and the changes. The same thing's true for us in, in marketing. We put out a campaign and we, and we launch it and 90% of the time it doesn't, it doesn't produce the way I want it to at first. Okay, we, we get beat. And so I have to come back and I have to make adjustments, okay? And I look at the numbers across the whole thing. Like, how much did we spend on ads? Like, was that high? Was that low? Like, was it good? How many people opted in on the landing page? Was that high? Was that low? Was it, was it good? How many people bought off the sales video or the sales letter or the webinar? And we look at every single piece in this process, just like I would in a wrestling match, okay? And we break it apart. We figure out, like, what was I doing wrong? Are my elbows out? Was I overextended? Was I, was I shooting far? Um, is my headline not captivating? Are people not opting in? Are people not buying? Are people not showing up to the webinar, like, I'm looking at all the things that went wrong in this process, and I'm making little tiny adjustments, okay, I'm not going and reinventing the wheel from the ground up, say, oh, this sucks, and throw away and restart, that's not how it works, it all comes off of tiny little adjustments, so initially, when we create our first sales funnel, we're trying to make the best possible thing we got, okay, and then we launch it, people are always, like, asking me, can you critique this before I launch it, I'm like, no, I'm not going to critique it before you launch it, go launch it, like, we have no idea what's going to happen, until, until you're put in a competition, until you see how you react to the real world and see how people react to you, okay? And I think it drives my, a lot of my inner circle members crazy sometimes. I'm like, no, I'm not going to critique this till we drive some traffic. I don't want to screw things up. It could be perfect and it could be far off, but we need to let traffic tell us. Okay, I don't, want, I don't want people telling us their opinions who are coming and looking at it like, oh, this is my opinion, you should tweak this. Like, no, let people vote with their credit card. The only thing that matters is people voting with their credit card. If they're willing to pull their credit card out and give you that, those digits, then you're right. Like, that's how you win this match. That's how you win this game. Okay, and so um, I never I never give people critiques ahead of time. I'd have them launch it. We drive traffic, we spend a couple hundred bucks, and then... We look at what happened, and then we make the adjustments, and then we come back for the second match stronger. And the second match, we may not win either. Okay, that's okay. You make the, you look at the numbers again. You look at the every step in this funnel, this page by page by page. What's happening? We then make some tweaks, make some adjustments. We come back again. We make some tweaks and adjustments. Come back again. We keep doing that until we have a winner. Okay, Neurocell, our supplement, did not win the first time. <laughs> in fact, if you look at the numbers, it lost the dual meet. It lost. Uh, it lost the tournament. It lost the the uh, it lost the conference. It lost the semis. But then in the in the in the end of it, when it mattered, I think I think it was Nurse was like the seventh or eighth variation of it. Uh, that's the one that that took off and blew up and won. Right. Um, same thing with ClickFunnels. We launched that. It wasn't the first or the second or the third. It was like the fifth or sixth or seventh variation that won. Okay. And so you guys got to think about that. It's not throwing out the whole thing. It's looking at what's happening, looking at the process, making those tweaks and adjusting until you're right. <laughs> That's how you win in wrestling. That's how you win in business. So there you go, guys. There's two, two big things I hope will help you from my weekend. Number one is belief. And number two is getting out there, having the match, and making the adjustments you need to make to win. And if you do those two things in your business, just like in wrestling, just like in anything, um, that's how you win. All right, guys, I'm at the office. I'm sitting in the parking lot for like five minutes because I'm so excited about sharing this stuff with you guys. But now I got to get back in the game. I got a big match today. Got a lot of work to do. So appreciate you guys. Have an amazing day. And I will talk to you guys all again soon. 
Hey everyone, this is Russell Brunson again. I want to thank you for listening to Marketing Your Car. And I want to make sure that you're plugging into everything that we're doing on a daily basis. And so make sure that every morning you're plugging into the Marketing Your Car training. If you go to marketingyourcar.com, you can join the email list and make sure you get email notifications when new episodes come out. And you can also get links to all the transcripts of every single show we've done in the past. Uh, but then every night, well, not every night, but most every night, I also do um, a Periscope show called the Marketing Quickie Show. And uh, it's really fun. You can go to Periscope and search my name, Russell Brunson, and, and subscribe. And every single night, you'll get a notification. It'll kind of chirp on your phone, and you'll have me jump on there and give you um, kind of the end of the day thoughts and ideas and, and marketing strategies we've been playing with during the day. Um, or, uh, and maybe even and, say and or, you should go to marketingquickieshow.com. And over there, you can subscribe. You can see past episodes. You can read the transcripts. You can have a bunch of fun. So thanks so much for being faithful listeners. Again, register at marketinginyourcar.com and also marketingquickieshow.com.